Welcome to your Fitness Chick Podcast. Become your best self. I'm a fitness coach spreading positivity to navigate you to fitness, growth, and transformation. Hey, I'm your host, Abby Smiley Krause. I am a fitness enthusiast, a huge dog lover, especially to my babies, Gigi and Layla. And I am so passionate about this amazing thing that we call life. In this podcast, I'll be covering topics to improve your fitness, mindset, and well-being. Topics such as longevity, meal prepping, overcoming mindset obstacles, nutrition, and of course, everyone's favorite, weight loss. I'm here to help inspire, uplift, educate, and motivate you to become your best self. Join me here every Tuesday for a fresh episode. Welcome to the Your Fitness Chick Podcast. Become your best self. I'm your host and your fitness chick, Abby Smiley Krause, and I'm excited to be here today to present a fresh episode to you. So for the first part of the year, I really wanted to focus on setting you up for success for having the right mindset. You know, January is the Monday of months. It's the month of new beginnings, fresh starts, of course, as we know, resolutions. So let's do a quick check on that. How are you guys doing with your resolutions? We're almost into February. And if you're like most people, probably your resolutions have fallen to the wayside because our mind is our biggest obstacle. Um, I often mention we are what we think about, what we think about, we become. And so setting yourself up for success on reaching all your goals and endeavors in 2024 starts right inside your mind. So with that being said, as I was thinking about, hmm, who would I love to have on my show that could contribute to some really good positivity, helping to set good examples of how a good mindset can set you up for success. And the person that came to mind was my Facebook friend, Stefan. So I want to introduce Mr. Stefan, and he's going to tell us a little bit about himself and his background, and then that way we can know how he's going to help share valuable information with you. So welcome. Well, that was a great, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Abby. That was a great intro, and uh, it's a pleasure and honor to, to be on your show today. So thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, as you mentioned, my name is Stefan Contorno, uh, born and raised in New York. Uh, in 2008, my family and I relocated down to beautiful Southwest Florida, right in the Naples area, to uh, to settle and and have a have a beautiful life, beautiful place to to be and to live. Um, I also have my own financial planning and wealth management practice, and I'm also the host of my own podcast called the Key Ingredient Podcast, where I've been very fortunate enough to be able to interview and meet some of the most successful entrepreneurs and. You mentioned mindset. Mindset is so important. And one of the real benefits I've had of being able to interview these entrepreneurs is to understand and get inside their minds, not only of how they think and how they work through things, but also kind of their journey and how they got started to end up being as successful as they are today. So I'm excited about this and I appreciate you having me on. 
So thank you. So I think that that really kind of sets us up for the beginning of this segment, because I think that if you talk to and speak with some of the most successful entrepreneurs or just business professionals in general, when you dissect those people down, you're going to find that they have a lot of similar habits, a lot of similar practices, but also a lot of similar thoughts, right? And so that's where mindset can become so, so powerful. Um, so you, I kind of, I don't remember how we connected on Facebook, but it's been quite some time. And yeah. um, I love how you are consistently posting inspiring and uplifting messages. They're usually really short and sweet. Um, in fact, one of the ones you posted today was you don't have to be great to start. You have to start to be great, which if I believe correctly, that was by Les Brown. Um, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Who's one of my favorite influencers that I follow. I think he's absolutely phenomenal. But with that being said, what sparked your interest in becoming a positive influencer on social media? And when did that start? Yeah, so it started about maybe three plus years ago. Um, like many people, listen, mindset and positivity is not easy. I mean, I think if we're truly honest with ourselves, we all struggle with it to some degree. We live in a world where it's very easy to be negative. We all fall into those traps. Um, and it's hard to keep a good mindset. So to be very honest with you, the way it started was really for myself. What I did was I found myself finding some quotes online from some really great people um, and then just starting to share it. And a lot of times it reflected really where I was mentally at that moment. So maybe where I was in my career, in my family life, in my personal life in general, or just maybe I was having a little bit of a dark day and I needed a little pick, pick me up myself. So that's really how it started. Um, there are a lot of great quotes out there and a lot of great entrepreneurs with great quotes. And there are certain ones that certainly I follow, but I started doing that. So I started on a pretty much a daily basis, posting these quotes for myself to give me some, some personal inspiration. And, and the great thing was I found that after a while, um, others seemed to be enjoying it as well. And, and I knew that because they were telling me. And I was getting that through whether it was messages on a post uh, telling me that it's something they can relate to, or they just thought it was, you know, kind of great to hear and a great way to start the day. Um, all, also, I received some direct messages from some uh, some people that I'm connected with, with some very interesting stories, um, not to get, you know, too obviously uh, personal uh, into their stories, but a lot of people who are struggling with a lot of things, right? And uh, And they basically told me that seeing that every morning um, kind of helped them a little bit get through the day. Because uh, again, you mentioned mindset. It's a word that we use and we think that those who are succeeding just always have a positive mindset and they're always driven and they're always ambitious, but that's not always the case. 100%. Okay. So that's kind of how it, it happened. And then it evolved into something I just started doing on a daily basis. And again, for myself, um, but also to help others. And even some of the people who reached out to me without mentioning them, of course, I would kind of. I guess, tailor some of the quotes that I was finding towards what they were going through as well so that they can resonate a little bit better. And then it took a life, took on a life of its own, I guess. Yeah, definitely. You just started it and it kind of grew. So I don't think the universe makes any mistakes. And I think that, you know, we all have our own journey that we're put on this planet to follow. And I think that a lot of times when we're put through struggles, 
Um, cause that's what actually sparked my shift in the last couple of years. I was going through a really dark time and people on social media would have had no idea, you know, because we kind of hide behind this mask of who we think we're supposed to look like, who we're supposed to be. We don't want people to think badly of us. But once I decided that, you know, I think you start attracting people into your circle that are like you and the more common that. I found other people were struggling. I'm like, Abby, why are you trying to hide behind this fake? You know, like take the mask off and by being transparent, you can help other people. And so that's when I revealed some stuff a couple years ago. And that's when I started doing the positive things and, you know, posting uplifting quotes. Although I'm pretty goofy, I do some silly, <laughs> sensey humor. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, stuff by the way. <laughs> I think, you know, we, we have the same thought pattern with the thought that by just sometimes putting an inspirational quote, if somebody's having a really bad day and they just see that, it can give them a little spark of hope and set the pace for the rest of their day. I agree with you. And I think it does work. I mean, we do the same thing when we read other people's posts and, and see the quotes or something yeah. uplifting that they say versus the opposite when it's something very negative. We want really nothing to do with that because, as you said, one of the things about mindset is um, is I mean, the mind is so powerful. And I think as I'm getting older, I'm realizing more and more how powerful it is. And, mm -hmm. you know, we want to let certain things in, but there's, there, there are others we don't want to let in because there's only so much capacity in there. And uh, if we're going to start putting things that are going to have us create self-doubts, um, I don't think, I don't think it results in anything positive whatsoever. Correct. And, you know, I'm one of those people, I, I don't want to say that I put my head in the sand, but I don't watch the news. Um, I, I haven't watched the news probably since, 2017. Um, and, you know, obviously, if there's a hurricane or something, I'll watch that. <laughs> you might want to watch for right. that. Right. Yes. But what I found was okay, here we go to bed each night to rest our bodies, to rest our minds, to recover from the day, right? It's essential for life. Sure, sure. Then, right when you get up, right out of the gate, to me, it didn't make sense to let's turn on stuff that's usually not very positive, right? It's either that's slamming right. of politics, it's, you know, talking about homicides, it's talking about gossip in the, you know, entertainment world, just all this stuff. And I'm like, why would I, even if I wasn't even sitting and intently watching it, maybe I was drinking my coffee and getting ready for the day, subconsciously that crap was getting filtered into my mind. And I'm like, this isn't setting me up for success. That's negative, right? And I'm not bashing yep. people like to watch the news. You do you, boo. But I'm just saying for me, <laughs> I really stopped and thought about what I was allowing in. And that that wasn't up there for me. No, I, I, I echo that completely. Um, I don't watch, I mean, I only watch the news because I have to to some degree just with my career, right. but, but, but I filter that as well. And I guess in, 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 in all, you know, being kind to the news, I mean, their job is to get us to want to watch Correct. their shows, right? And a lot of times those are the type of stories that we want to hear, whether or not we, uh, sometimes we agree with what they're saying and it gets us all fired up. And sometimes we don't agree with maybe what they're saying and it also gets us fired up. So at the end of the day, watching it doesn't always leave us with a positive uh, mindset. Uh, so I'm with you. I, I limit, 
a lot of the news. I limit a lot of what I watch, what I read, and what I focus on. Because when you talk about mindset and positivity, focus is incredibly huge. I can spend my day focused on bad things or negative things or all the things that could go wrong, or I could focus on all the things that could go right. right. And I say that, I say that because it's important to have a positive mindset and it's important to focus on the right things. But, but then we have to follow that with action, right? I can wish for great things all day. Most likely that doesn't mean they're going to happen. So I need to have action behind that, which I think a lot of people don't always do. Um, so, so that positive mindset with the action is really, really great recipe. It's the key. It's the key really. And I think if anybody is going through a time in their life where they're not loving their life, because inevitably you're going to have chapters in your life that you want to fast forward through, right? No matter what, you're not, no one goes through this life unscathed with bad chapters. So what I found was taking that control. I don't know if that's the right word or that focus, that intentional um, act of creating the life that I wanted of creating the mindset I wanted, because let's face it, to wake up with a bad attitude and a negative mindset about the day, like my life sucks. Why is this happening to me? Oh, all the bad stuff happens to me. Pity party, right? We go through that, but then you're like, oh my gosh, the thing for me is that whenever I get like that, which everybody does sometimes, you know, like recently I was at the grocery store, I was in line and was kind of not in a good mood. And, uh, I turned around and the lady behind me, she had one arm and I, and I'm like, universe doesn't make any mistakes. That was like, no, Abby, come on, you know, and then you go back to refocusing on what the good is. Cause that's what you want to do. You want to focus on the good. But before I, I yeah. ask you another question, I would just want to say that. So going back to, cause I get a little ADD sometimes going back to <laughs> okay. creating the life and the mindset that I wanted, I created a formula and I think everybody has a, their own formula that can lead them out of a bad day or out of a bad mood and into the life they want. So what I did was every day I just decided I'm going to start practicing some really good habits. I'm going to make sure I get good sleep. I'm going to make sure when I get up every day, I read three positive things, write down a positive affirmation, write down three things I'm grateful for. And I'm going to read one chapter in a book. And that may sound like a lot of stuff, but it took 30 minutes. I mean, besides my, yeah. besides my good sleep the night before, <laughs> but creating those patterns. Yeah. And at, at first when I started doing it, I didn't want to do it because I wasn't in that good mindset. I'm like, oh, you know, I don't want to do that. But I knew I didn't like where I was and that only I could change it. And by doing this day after day, after month, after month, it changed me. Yeah. Yeah. I, by the way, I, I have to tell you, I love that. And uh, I'm a big believer in that. Because when we have daily tasks and routines, it always leads to, to great things, in my opinion. There, there's, a, there's kind of a, a quote out there, probably one of my favorite ones, which is uh, confidence comes from keeping the promises that we make to ourselves. Yeah. And uh, that is an Ed Milet uh, quote. And uh, that him. is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, me, I do as well. I mean, I think he's absolutely terrific. But, but if you really think about that, confidence comes from keeping the promises that we make to ourselves. And I, I couldn't believe that anymore. I mean, to me, that is that is one of the great sayings because it's true. When we say we're going to do something, we actually do it. We create confidence. We create 
more of a mindset around that. Um, so I'm a big believer in that. I'm a big believer in daily tasks. I mean, you, you kind of hear more and more people about the morning ritual and, you know, what we do. So whether you're journaling or meditating or whatever it may be, um, I think that's important for everybody. So when we're trying to create, in my opinion, the lifestyle that we want, uh, there are various ways to do it. Uh, I'm a big believer in segmenting everything into various categories, okay? And, you know, you hear all the Fs, right? The, the finance, the fitness, the, the, the family. I mean, you, can, you could call it whatever you want, but there are certain categories that are important to, to all of us, right? And it may be some of the ones I mentioned. It may be faith, another F. I mean, it could be lots of different things, friendships. But if you break down all these categories and you kind of put on, on paper or on your computer what you want in each category, what are you looking to really achieve? So in business, it's a certain goal, right, of number of clients or revenue or whatever it is, whatever kind of business you're running, whether it's family, um, you know, what, what kind of dad do you want to be? What, what kind of husband do you want to be or wife do you want to be? What does that look like? And so on. And, and listing all of those things that you're trying to achieve. And we may not be able to, we're not perfect, right? We may not be able to hit everything that we put on there. But if every day and every month and every year we could get closer to being that type of person that we put down on paper, I believe that that's, that creates the mindset that we want. And it's also, like I said, about keeping the promises that we make to ourselves. So building something daily that will allow us to get closer and closer to those goals, I think is paramount. And, uh, and, and, and everything, any category has different things and different actions that we need to take in order to do that. But I think you also find when you're feeling down on yourself, and you don't have that positive mindset, maybe to revisit those goals of what you're trying to achieve, sometimes remind you of, you know what, you've made progress. And, you know, maybe something bad that happened to you or a dark time that you went through, because we all do have those times, wasn't as bad as maybe you thought it was. Right. And that's kind of the way that I look at it. And I love that. And, and also, if it was as bad as you thought it was, you survived it. So that's exactly right. And I think yeah. there's a power to writing something down. And I shared that in the first episode from this year of, um, you know, setting yourself up for success for 2024 is it's really easy to, you know, when you're at a cocktail party on New Year's Eve, say what your resolutions are. There is another step that most people don't take, and that's to write them down. And then there's the third step that most people definitely don't do. And that's the action steps on how you're going to get there. So I like how you filtered out the the F words and the good ones. Abby sometimes uses the, the Abby sometimes ones. uses the bad ones, um, <laughs> but the good ones, and then writing down attainable daily steps that you can take to make it. Because sometimes people look at a goal and it looks like a mountain, but if they write down, you hear my my landscaping crew in the back probably. They're so loud. How dare they? Um, but anyway, when you when you write down small attainable goals each day, then that mountain becomes little tidbits, and then you can celebrate your victories along the way. So I love that point that you made. Thank so um, creating a positive mindset is so challenging for so many, and I think it's due to some of the things we've already talked about, which is, you know, we're constantly being bombarded by negative influences, you know, whether it be the news, um, people, you know, we always have the Debbie Downers in our friendship group. We always have, and, or in our family. Um, and so to keep a positive mindset, even if you're making it intentional for yourself, can be hard to maintain 
So what would you say are the key ingredients to creating a mind shift in order to pave to success and positivity? Well, I think there are a lot of ways to go with that. I mean, certainly keeping the promises you make to yourself that I mentioned before. Um, you mentioned key ingredient, which is obviously the name of, of my podcast. And I alluded to earlier that it's been a privilege to be able to interview some of these these really successful entrepreneurs. And I'll, I'll tell you, to answer your question, I think the best way is I'll tell you some of the things that I've seen and some of the traits of some of these successful people. And um, just to give you some names of some of the guests that we've had, um, there is uh, and some some names your guests may know, some they may not, but I've had Ryan Serhant. Um, for anyone who doesn't know Ryan, Ryan is one of the top two or three realtors in the entire nation. Wow. Um, you, you want to talk about a positive person who is doing some amazing things. You want to look at someone like a Ryan Serhant. Um, there's Julia Spillman, who runs one of the top um, uh, real estate uh, teams, Eklund Gomes. So if anyone watches Million Dollar Listing and they know the name Frederick, Eklund, uh, she's the CEO of their team, and she's just doing terrific things. I've had uh, Kara Golden from uh, from Hint Water, the founder of, of the Water Hint, and and lots and lots of oh, other I just bought some of that this weekend. Well, there you go. So she was she was on the podcast. Okay. We had Michelle Tafoya, who is a NFL uh, football sideline reporter. They all share some common traits, Abby, and yeah, you know, a, a lot of them are certainly positive mindsets. I mean, they wouldn't get where they are thinking negatively. But they also think bigger than everybody else. And, and they're not afraid to dream. You know, when we were kids, we've all heard this before, we, we're not afraid to dream of certain things, right? We want to you know, be a superhero. We want to do all of these things. And now when we become adults, um, we don't think that way. We become much more cautious. All of these people that I've interviewed are all not afraid to think big, okay? You think of the Grand Cardones of the world or whoever it may be, they always think bigger. For him, they 10x everything, right? Um, they look at their dreams and they just add add, add, add 10 times that. Um, so, yeah, that's a big deal. So mindset is really important. Thinking bigger than everyone else, having that positivity and staying focused. I mean, focus is big. And I, I know, obviously, you know, that this is this is a, a fitness type of, of podcast as well. And we could get into that in a little bit. But But there are a lot of similarities when you look at what it takes to try to create a happy and successful life and achieve certain goals to what it is to just go to the gym every day. We, we've all heard this before that you could learn a lot by a gym routine, right? Mm -hmm. Just in life in general, talk about keeping the promises we make to ourselves. We, you and I both know it's not always easy to want to go to the gym every single right. day and you don't see results within an hour. It takes many years to see it, but those are the type of things that I've learned. So from a mindset point of view, that's what some of the guests, have really shown me through these interviews. Um, they're not afraid to take a chance. They believe in themselves enough to say that they're going to go out and they're going to try to live this dream. And they're also not afraid what other people think. You know, posting posting on social media, listen, you know, I post positive quotes. I'm sure there's some people who look at it in a completely different way. And it's up to me whether or not to care or not. Obviously, we know which one I, I chose, but, um, but, but it's, it's a very difficult thing to do that because we're always worried about what other people are going to think about us. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it comes back to what's in our mind and it's what we think about ourselves. And I love that because you just hit on a couple of things that were going through my mind. It's almost like you were reading my mind because I think that a lot of times when we dream big, other people feel uncomfortable with that. 
And that's because they know deep in their core and in their soul that everybody that was put on this planet was meant to do something great. And I'm not talking about become the president of the United States, which that's a whole nother topic we're not going to talk about. Um, or, you know, be a multimillionaire or whatever. When I say greatness, I'm saying you leave this world better than when you came into it. And a lot of people who are not living in that purpose or living in that thought pattern, deep in their soul, they know they're yearning for something more. Like they, they sure. want to be something more. But when somebody else is doing it or talking about doing it, and they're not doing it, it makes them really uncomfortable. And, and yeah. so what they do, what I have found just in the last year since I've launched my own business is there's a lot of people that you thought would clap for you that don't. And, and I don't take offense to that. I don't take it personal. I just know that's usually more about that other person than it is about me. Of course, our ego at first is like, oh, why don't they like my stuff or, you know, whatever. But what I found is if I post a picture of me in a dress, I'll get like 500 likes on it. And not, I'm not even talking a sexy thirst trap dress. I'm talking I was in a classy dress at the Ritz-Carlton, not showing cleavage or anything. Okay. And I got like 400 and some likes, right? But I post a clip of my podcast or a clip about fitness and I'll get like 10. So, and I know fitness isn't everybody's thing, but I'm just saying for the people who like, if I see you post something because I know you're trying to do something and impact people, I'm going to like it because that's, we get each other. Like we're in that same mindset. Sure. So sure. about um, you know, understanding that you're going to make some people really uncomfortable when you're pursuing your dreams and when you're dreaming big. And then the other thing that you touched on that is one of the key ingredients is believing in yourself that you can do it. Because when you start to listen to the naysayers, right, and they start to go, oh, you're crazy. You're not going to be able to do a podcast. Why would you want to do a podcast? Or, oh, my God, or, how are you going to make money doing a podcast? Or, Whatever, you, that little bit will get in there for half a second and then you'll start doing self-doubt. But if you every day just go, no, this is what I'm doing. I know I can do it and I'm doing it for this reason, your why, then it doesn't matter what other people say, right? I, I completely agree. I mean, a, a lot of worrying about what other people think or say, honestly, I don't spend a whole lot of time on mm -mm. that. Um, so I, I really dismiss that and it may sound crazy, but I'm one of those people I've always thought I could do anything I want to do. And I know that is such a cliche and, no. um, but I really do believe it. So it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to actually really believe it. And, uh, I'm a firm believer in that. And I think that I would say that for, for, for everybody. I and mean, if there's something you want to do, why not? Because the way I've always looked at it is if someone else was able to do it, well, why can't I? And usually people that are maybe not are not even in the circumstances you're in with the capabilities that you have and the opportunities sure. that you have sure. and they're doing it. So it's where there's a will, there's a way. And if you want it bad enough, you'll find a way. And if you don't, then you'll find excuses, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, were you over, always an overachiever, even as a young age? No, I wasn't actually. <laughs> really? So, uh, I, I, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'll be really honest. I was always just a very average person, right? I mean, when it came to, to school, 
Um, I was an average student. When it came to sports, I was an average student. Um, when it came to anything, I was pretty average. The one thing, when I look back now and reflect, um, I think everybody has different abilities, mm -hmm. right? Um, you have the people in your class who are the smartest people and do really well on every test they take, or they're just born athletes. I wasn't necessarily any of those. Um, but looking back, there's one thing I noticed I did have, and I do have, which is drive. Um, so even, you know, I loved basketball growing up. I was far from a great basketball player, but I loved it. And I probably spent more hours practicing basketball than pretty much anybody I know. And, uh, and that was discipline. So looking back, I'm really happy that I, I had that discipline. I, I think I've always enjoyed being a little bit of the underdog, uh, maybe because I've always been that way. And it's always been fun for me to try to prove everybody wrong. So maybe it's a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. I don't know. But, uh, but my, my theory has always been um, there's certain things I can control and certain things I cannot control. Uh, I cannot control being the, 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 the kid who gets a perfect score on my SAT. But what I can control is I can outwork anybody. Mm. And I've always had that mindset. Even when I started after college working, I was the first one in the office would turn the lights on. And I was the last one turning the lights off. And nobody was going to beat me when it came to that. And still till this day, I will tell you that the, the drive part of that for me is big. And, you know, you give me someone who's hungry um, or even starving, um, I'll take that person any day of the week. So, yeah, to answer your question, no, I wasn't always like that. But I guess I was always I was always driven. I was always working harder than most other people. And then obviously as you matured um, into adulthood, I mean, because you are very successful, then that drive pushed you through and whether it would be for to provide for your family or to just rise up to the occasion of what you knew you could be, the discipline and the drive is what took you there. Yeah, I mean, th that that's correct. And when it comes to working, I mean, listen, if you're willing to outwork everybody, mm -hmm. you could probably do pretty well for yourself, right? I mean, that's one of those things, again, you can control that. Um, again, action's always important. You can't just sit in your office longer than everybody else. You actually have to do things. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm a big believer in, believer in that. Yeah, and what's the saying? It's something like uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard or something like that. I'm probably not saying exactly. Something along those lines. I, I'm not even going to attempt that, but I know exactly which one you mean. And, and it's true. It really is true. And uh, like I said, in every aspect of your life, uh, if you're willing to, to be hungry and want something bad enough, you can attain it. And I, I really feel that if you lose that hunger, that's going to be a very sad day because why are you here? You know, I, every day, and I've said this in other podcasts, um, and I think, you know, for the people on the other end who may be in a, a, a not good place and are listening to us kind of singing rainbows, unicorns, and puppies here, it might be like, <laughs> F you, you guys are, you know, but I, I'm only this way because I've been on that side and it sucks to be on sure. that side. And I chose to not be there. And it's so much better mm -hmm. on this side that that's why I'm trying to bring everybody over. But what I want to say is every morning when I get up and I usually get up at three 30 in the morning. I'm a freak show. That's pretty early. I'm a freak show because <laughs> I still work full time at a day spa and then I have my fitness business and then I have my um, podcast, obviously, and then I'm training for a competition in October for fitness. That's a whole nother full time job. I mean, I literally work over 100 hours a week and I get up at 330 so I can get to the gym and get my food prep before I go to work. And when the alarm goes off, sometimes I'll be like, you've got to be kidding me. But every day before I get out of bed, 
I say, thank you, God, for waking me up today. That was really, really nice of you. Another day to be freaking awesome. And I go, let's do this. And my dogs usually, as soon as my alarm goes off, they're like on me because they know, you know, I'm going to get up and take them out. And I'm like, let's do this, girls. Let's do this. This is probably why I'm also still single. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a total, You're always so busy. <laughs> well, that, I'm a total morning person. And most people be like, she's a freak. At like four o'clock, I'm like doing laundry, have my ninja fired up, making a smoothie, get ready for the gym, food prepping. I'm like, because I'm hungry for life. I feel I so much it. gratitude to have not, you know, I went through terrible spells of depression and it's so great when you come to the side and you know that you've helped yourself do it and you get excited about your life. You're hungry for what's coming next. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Well, one, one of the things you may, and, and, and I, I, I appreciate you sharing that because I think that was really great. Um, one of the things you mentioned, which I think is important as well, is motivation, right? Um, motivation is an interesting thing because, you know, we could be average or mediocre or whatever we want to call it. And then we can work really, really hard to get to a certain place to be what we quote unquote deem is successful. Um, and that means different things to different sure. people. It's not just financial, of right. course, right? right. Um, but once you become successful, um, then what, right? Because, you know, if we equate this to financial terms or materialistic things, right, maybe your goal is to get whatever car you you deem as being uh, something rewarding for success, right? right? And then you get to that point, you're able to get that car or the relationship, whatever it may be, and, and then what, right? Then all of a sudden, that drive can potentially go away, sure. right? Because you've already achieved it, and it's hard to keep that. And I think that's what separates the successful from the elite, right? The elite, and there are not a lot of, you know, that's a small percentage of the population, but the elite are the ones that can get success, have everything that they want, and still there's something in them or there's some reason where they want to take it to a higher level. Uh, we see that with athletes. I mean, the Tom Brady's of the world, right? You know, what, what makes them uh, sign a, a huge contract, not have to worry about money, having Super Bowls or NBA championships or whatever it may be, but still striving for more. That's a very, very difficult thing. And I think that's a rare breed. Um, but clearly those type of people in, in my mind are very inspirational. 100%. And a lot of them have come from underdog positions, you know, like you look at Michael Jordan, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's, yeah. it's, I think when you've lost a lot, that's the only way you appreciate success is through failure because failure is your biggest teacher. And um, we've all failed. And at first when we're going through it, we don't like it, but let me tell you, it's what brings you to success. So um, it does. And, you know, I even mentioned Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady, you know, right. being drafted in the NFL, had to hear a lot of names before he heard his own. Um, so you're right about that. There is an underdog um, factor there that I think I think does drive people. And, and maybe, again, it's a chip on their shoulder. Maybe it's just trying to show what they can do. But they have these drives. Michael Jordan, what he didn't start on his high school team or whatever it right. was. Um, ended up becoming arguably the, the, the greatest, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. So yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I think that again, if you peel all down the most elite and common successful people, you're going to find that mindset's there. So speaking of the key ingredients, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Like you've mentioned just briefly, some of the guests that you've had, like what seems to be the heartbeat of your podcast, which is called key, the key ingredient, right? 
Yeah, so I went through a lot of names before I came up with that one. But but the reason it was a key ingredient is because I, I've always been fascinated with, with others, right, and their story, uh, whether it's biographies or just watching videos on people's lives. And, uh, I, I have a passion for finding out what made them who they are today and how did that happen. That's why the premise of the podcast is to have people, again, who are successful in their own right, whatever that may be, but what was the journey like? I mean, one of the things you mentioned to me was, was I always like I am today? And, um, and I could bring you back. And it's kind of like sitting in the psychiatric chair a little bit and telling your story, right? But, but we, all have, we all have a story. And everybody's story is interesting. Whether we think ours is not, uh, is or is not, is, is, you know, I leave it up to someone else. But we all have something interesting to share. Some are more exciting than of others, course. of course. But, yeah. But, you know, so it's about the journey. It's about what were you like when you started? What were you like as a kid? What kind of kid were you? How were you in school? Were you good at sports? And what brought you along? And we all make various changes in our lives as well, right? There are certain things we do, like I moved from New York to Florida. That was a big change. We may change a career. We may go through a, a divorce and, or relationships, whatever it may be. But it's really, in my opinion, the way we react to those changes that ultimately decide whether or not it was successful or a failure. Um, so I like to hear their journey and I like to understand what was the key ingredient to their success? What was that pivotal moment? Because we all, when we look back, we have all had pivotal moments in our lives that define who we are today and whether or not something was successful or unsuccessful. And I try to uncover that through my conversations with them. And I just love hearing the stories. Love it. Love it. And I did listen to a couple of the ep episodes that you have, and they were really uplifting and inspiring. And I love learning about people too. That's honestly what I love doing about this podcast. Obviously I want to impact people and help lift them up. Um, but I just get really excited hearing people's story and their different backgrounds and where they came from and what they are and how they did it. And I think it's fascinating. And I think, you know what? At the end of the day, everybody feels better when they've been heard. And um, no doubt about that. Yeah. yeah. And you can learn a lot from these stories. I mean, you could if you could just take one thing away from what they're going through or you could relate to one of the struggles that they went through as well. Um, to me, to me, I, I find that very helpful. Perfect. And I'll, I'll actually put your your um, info on how people can tune into your podcast when we do the show notes um, so that they can tune in. Are you on Spotify or are you? I'm on everything. Okay. I mean, I, I think I think uh, Apple Podcasts where most people uh, find me, but I'm on Spotify with YouTube. Um, so you can find the video version on YouTube. It's pretty much everywhere. Okay, great. Well, we'll put all those links on the show notes too. So I know you're into fitness. Obviously, as your fitness chick, you know, I, I talk about all the LY. So that's why mindset, you know, is it's a huge part of fitness to be honest with you. But when I talk about the LYs, obviously I talk about physically, but also the parts that contribute to becoming your best self are going to be mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially. So coming into the physical part, you're, you're into fitness. I see you post pictures at the gym and you're in great shape. Um, what are some of your favorite activities that you do to keep fit? Yeah. Um, so I do love fitness. I look at myself as kind of that, that new term, that entrepreneurial athlete, right? <laughs> um, we, we, but it's true because I find it interesting because years ago uh, when, when, when people went to work, I mean, and they were successful, it was a lot of working a lot of hours, not sleeping a lot, not eating well, um, just, just grinding it out and working harder than everybody else. And that's all great. But I think that shifted a bit to now when you look at a lot of the elite, more successful people, while well, they're incorporating fitness 
and just a health, healthy and wellness kind of lifestyle into their daily. So sleeping is important for people, right? Sleeping is important for me. Um, but fitness, when it comes to fitness, I have a, a very set routine. I'm very detail oriented. So, uh, so for me, it generally, I'm a big fan of strength training. So I think lifting weights is, um, you know, I'd love to hear your opinion on, on all that, but I think strength training is one of the most important things that we could do if done properly. So I try to do four or five days a week of that. Right. I play tennis, play tennis once a week. I like to do some boxing every once in a while. Um, I don't do a lot of cardio other than just kind of light walks just for some cardiovascular um, reasons. But, uh, but otherwise, I don't do a lot of that. So strength training is, is a big part of what I do. I will tell you on a side note, when we and, and a lot of what I'm doing is trying to incorporate, you know, the business aspect as well as the the, the fitness aspect. Um, so to me, when it comes to anyone listening from a business point of view, and we mentioned about daily tasks and doing certain things to try to help us become the best versions we can of ourselves, I equate that to fitness. I mean, you know much better than I do, but if I told you that my goal was to have bigger arms, right, um, you would tell me, well, here's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. You need to go to the gym X amount of days a week. You need to do a certain amount of reps and a certain amount of sets. And you need to eat right. You have to do that. You have to keep doing it over and over and over again. And I do that with pretty much everything in my life, not just fitness. Every aspect of my life that's important to me. I have sets and I have reps and I have a routine of exactly how I do that. I just call it something different. Right. Um, I will also say that for me, from a fitness point of view, eating is really important to me. Um, I, you know, we could we could work out all we want, but um, what's the saying? You can't out outwork a bad diet, yeah. right? Um, you can't, so I am, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> but I, I, you know, listen, I'm a stickler when it comes to eating. Um, I, I eat pretty clean. Uh, I enjoy doing it. I eat probably seven, eight times a day. I mean, I'm one of those people. Yeah. Um, I watch the macros. I mean, I, I do all those type of things and, and I enjoy it. I don't do it. I do it literally because I enjoy doing it. So, uh, so that's a little bit about kind of what I do. I spend about an hour a day in the gym and, right. and I enjoy it. And like I said, not every day I want to go. Right. But, uh, but I also don't miss a day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going. Cause you make yourself go whether you feel like it or not. And, you know, I think that's important because I think, you know, when we talk about motivation, motivation is not going to get you there. Motivation is a very short lived feeling. And I always joke and say motivation. Uh, she's, uh, uh, at the beach, uh, in Mexico with a fruity drink with an umbrella in it. And she told me to tell you she's not coming. So, you know, we have to go to our friend discipline because discipline and mental grit is where it's at. It's showing up for yourself. It's keeping the promises to yourself no yeah. matter what. And so on the days, it's rare that I don't want to go because I, I actually, I swear to God, I'm one of those weird people. I love working out so much. I wish I could go to the gym, come home, eat, take a nap, get up, go back to the gym. <laughs> Come home, <laughs> take a nap, like be a professional um, bodybuilder workout person because I love it so much. But there are some rare instances, maybe if I didn't sleep well or, you know, if I've been stressed or whatever that I'm like, man, I'm just not feeling it. And I'm kind of grouchy about going, but I'm just like, this is what we do now. Get out of bed and go. I do not even allow myself that internal dialogue to talk myself out of it. I'm like, this is what we do now. Quit being a, I think that's yeah, great. Get out of that. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'd be for me. If I don't go to the gym, if I do skip a day, I don't feel you right. don't. 
Um, I, I feel like I let myself down. Crack. Mentally, I don't feel right. So um, whether I want to go or not, I'm going to go because I do feel much better when I do. Yeah, 100. It sets your day up for success. And that's why I like to do it in the morning. I know there's some people who like to do it at night. And, and as long as you're getting in, that's great. But I don't. That's the yeah, I, I was just not to I was going to say the same thing. I think, you know, people say you have to do it first thing in the morning. I think whatever works for you, as long as you do it. I mean, that's always been my I opinion. think there's a lot less opportunity to talk yourself out of it if you do it in the morning. Because, sure. you know, evenings, you know, oh, the family and, oh, you know, I got to do this. Or, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so stressed out. Oh, I need to do this email. I need to do this. Like, you'll you'll find more excuses later in the day than you will at the beginning of the day. Um, especially if you get up before everybody else, while everybody else is still sleeping, um, there's people not emailing you or calling you at three 30 in the morning, um, <laughs> or four or five in the morning. You obviously don't have to be crazy as, as I am, but you, it just sets yourself up for success. It makes you, um, physiologically better because you're releasing those good chemicals. It makes you make better food choices throughout the day. Sure. You're going to have more energy throughout the day. Um, so I feel like it just allows you better served to do it in the morning. But and again, as long as people are getting in, I think that that's important. But I think so many people, you know, because especially when I bring on a new fitness client, especially when they give me money, they're like, oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I, I want you to tell me what to do. And, you know, they get all motivated. And then in a couple of weeks, you know, after they've worn all their new workout outfits and, you know, they start to discover this is kind of hard. This is eating into my Netflix binge watching. Um, you know, this isn't <laughs> as much fun. Like I thought I would look, I thought I would look like you by now, Abby. It's been two whole weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a long, long time. It and that, does. That's why the discipline behind that, you can equate it to everything. Nothing happens overnight. No. And so many people think they want that. Well, we're in a nation of immediate gratification. So sure that's what people want. They want the shortcut. They want the hack. And there's not one when it comes to physical yeah. fitness. There just simply isn't. And I think that's what makes it so much more of a celebration when you get to where you want to be because you worked to get it. You know, Absolutely. like when I look in the mirror at the gym and it's, you know, a lot of people who are bodybuilders who aren't bodybuilders, uh, think we're vain. You know, we take pictures of ourselves and stuff like that, but it's not that way. We look at the body in such a different way than most people. So I'm looking like, Oh, that delt, my delts coming in. Oh, my glutes growing. <laughs> I got to grow that booty. And so you, when you look and see that your hard work is paying off, it's such, such a reward, but people just need to realize it takes a lot of time, but the, they say it's, you know, the journey that is really what you should enjoy because it does really make a difference when you get to that winning point for sure. I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. So, Stefan, who has been one of the most influential people in your life and, and why? Wow. That's, uh, that, that's a tough one because uh, there, there, there are quite a few. Um, you know, I mean, there's certainly people that I follow that I get a little bit from, um, depending on which area of my life. But, I mean, most influential, I mean, I, I, guess, I guess I'd have to go with, my, honestly, my parents. Um, you know, my mom, my mom raised me to try to have uh, empathy towards others and, and be kind and, you know, all the motherly things that you would, you would expect and I'm forever grateful for that. Mm -hmm. And my dad, um, you know, what I mentioned, a lot of the things I mentioned about 
maybe being an underdog or outworking other people. I learned a lot of that from my father. Mm-hmm. So my dad growing up, uh, I always witnessed and watched him really work really hard, you know, getting up early, coming home late, doing all the things he needed to do. Um, in, in his in his regard, I mean, he was just, he's a gifted speaker, this type of person. He would meet someone for five minutes, they'd fall in love with Aww. him. And uh, so, so I, I grew up seeing that. So I would say without a doubt, I mean, you know, if you're brought up in a good household, I mean, that that is the type of thing that you would say really influenced who you are. Of course. Um, for some people, it may not be positive. Right. For some, it may, you know, it, it looks different for everybody. But absolutely for me, I would say it's my parents. How lucky are you? That's awesome. I know my, I had, I had a very you. good upbringing, too. I feel very grateful for that. I will tell you, I hope one day my kids have the same response. <laughs> <laughs> we will find out. Now, how old are your kids? So I have two. I have a, a daughter who is 21 years okay. old. And uh, so they're not kids anymore. They're young okay, adults yeah. and, and a son who is 18. Okay. Yeah. Very blessed. Yeah. I have a son. He's 23. And I can tell you real quickly, you know, growing up, coming to my parents, uh, when I was in high school, I asked my parents, I was like, uh, hey, I want to get a job because I want some more money to go to the mall. And they were like, no, you've got to concentrate on your studies. And I was like a straight A student, but they made sure that I stayed on top of my studies. So they're like, you're not going to get a job. You don't have time. And they're like, but what we will allow you to do is babysit. So anyway, we had a family that lived next door to us. They were called, the their last name was Shekelhoff. I will never forget this. They had four <laughs> kids, four, a four-year-old girl, a two-year-old boy, and then two twin girls under the age of one. And they lived right next door and they were like, oh, we'd love to have you come babysit. So I went there and I thought, this is a freaking nightmare. Like, (laughs) I hate kids. (laughs) Like, I was like, that's what I decided. I do not like children. I'm never having children. And so with that being said, when I got married and when I got pregnant, I called my mom and I said, you're never going to believe this. And she was like, what? And I go, I'm pregnant. She goes, oh my God, what are you going to do? Because <laughs> she knew how much I hated kids. And I said, oh my God, I'm going to like have the baby and cut him up and make chili. Like, what do you think I'm going to do? Of course, I'm going to have the baby. And when I had my son, I can tell you, I think God knew what he was doing. I know he knew what he was doing because my son was so easy. Like he is, he is my biggest accomplishment of my life will always be my biggest pride because man, he's 23 years old. He'll be 24 in August. And I cannot be more proud of the person that he is. Like he he is just such an amazing individual. So I, I know that both my ex-husband and I have influenced him in a good way because Man, he's he's super awesome. So it's a good it's a good feeling though when they do appreciate you and you see what hard work you put in. And it is it, it's a lot of hard work uh, being a parent, and and you know none of us are perfect. Nope. And we don't have a we don't have a handbook to figure. No. We just we try to do our best. It's terrifying, and, uh, and hope for the best. It's terrifying. Yeah. I remember when I was driving home from the hospital. I'm like, I can't believe they're letting me take this thing home. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? What with am it, I gonna right? do? Oh my god! Oh my god! But you learn, right? You do. You do. Um, so what is your biggest takeaway that you hope the listeners learn from listening to this podcast? Well, I, I think the biggest takeaway is, is, first of all, listen, none of us are perfect. We all struggle. Um, we, all, we all have voices in our, in our head. 
um, that we deal with on a daily mm-hmm. basis, right? Some good, some bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it, you know, it, it's the way we control um, the way we look at things, right? So we could look at the same thing and see something negative or something positive. And uh, life's too short to be overly negative, in my opinion. So uh, I just think keep a, a positive attitude. Know you're not alone. You know, if you're struggling, um, everybody's struggling with something. Be careful with social media because everybody looks perfect and great on social media and life just doesn't always work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really it. But, uh, but like I said, I've been, I, I I've really enjoyed interviewing all of these people on the podcast because I'm able to see kind of how they look at things and, uh, and the theme is all the same. It's all the things that I just shared. I love that. And we do have to be careful of, of our mindset and what I call stinking thinking. Thinking, thinking, you know, because again, to to people on social media, you and I look like, wow, look at them. They're positive all the time and all this. And and we are for the most part, but we do have our days where we wake up and we're not in a good mood and we're negative and stuff like that. And I'll catch myself and I'll be like, okay, stinking, thinking. And then I'll go cancel, clear, delete, canceling that, clearing that thought, deleting that thought. And then I'm going to just start positive stuff. So it, it's not easy to do, but with con- consistency and daily practice of it, right, of, of yep, creating yep. that mindset you want to have, you anybody can do it. It's a muscle, right? I mean, going back to the fitness analogy, it, it is a muscle to some degree, and you have to exercise it and work it. But you're right. Certain things, just don't let it in. Right. Don't let it in your head. I mean, try your best to just, you know, whatever you have to do to trigger that, try to try to get it out because it's not going to serve any purpose. 100%. And we, we don't have control over a lot of things, but we have the control over what we let in our mind. Yep. And, let- and like I said before, the things that we can control, we need to exploit, right? Because if there are certain things that we can control, why not take advantage of it as much as we can? 100%. So what's next for you, Stefan? What's the next, what's the next big thing for you? What do you got going on this year? Uh, you know, what's next for me? I mean, just uh, continuing to focus on all those areas that I mentioned and, and be, you know, the next version of myself every year. You know, people do it for the new year. Um, for me, I do it based on birthdays usually. Um, but, you know, every year I want to just be a little bit better than I was the year before. And uh, I, I, I feel blessed. I feel happy with my life. And um, I, I have a, a lot of things that are important to me, the, the, the love from others and um, our business is good and things like that. So I just want to just keep getting better every year and, and hopefully making some some positive contributions to other people's lives. Well, thank you so much for, for joining me here because I think you're doing just that. And every single person that you can touch on a daily basis, it spreads. Like the person you touch, then they're nicer and then that affects other people. So it's the trickle down effect by what you're doing every day. So please keep doing it. Well, thank you. Listen, have, thank you for having me on here today. This was uh, an absolute pleasure and an honor. Um, I enjoyed the conversation and I love all the work that you're doing as well. So thank you. Thank you so much. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Your Fitness Chick podcast. As always, I am here to inspire, uplift, educate, and motivate you to become your best self. I'll see you here for a new episode next week. Hey, it's Abby, your fitness chick. Thanks for checking out today's episode. With your continued support, I can keep creating inspiring episodes just like this one. So be sure to hit that like and subscribe button. 
to stay motivated all week long, be sure to follow me on all my social media platforms. The links for those can be found in the show notes. Check out my website by visiting www.yourfitnesschick.com. And I'd like to thank my production company, Carajo Media, but most of all, you, my listeners, for helping to inspire me each and every day. I'll see you on the next episode.